0: Hey everybody, this is Dan Lobby and welcome to our Wednesday edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Uh, Over the next couple days, we're going to divide up a Zoom call we did with our Football Insider subscribers talking all about Baker Mayfield. We talked about uh, where he ranks in the division, uh, all sorts of things like that, where he ranks in the NFL, and just talked Baker in general and what we think we're going to be saying about him at the end of the season. And then we took some questions from the folks who were in on the call with us. Now, Football Insider is one of those things that you can very easily get involved in. All you need to do is go to cleveland.com Browns. There's a box on the right side of the page, and you can get signed up for it. It's easy. What is it? Well, Mary Kay Cabot, Scott Patsko, uh, me, we'll text you with the latest on the Browns. News, analysis, what we're thinking, and more. And you get to text us back. We'll respond directly to you. It cuts through the clutter of social media. And you get a newsletter with exclusive content you either won't see on Cleveland.com or you'll see before anyone else. And we try and do these events. We've been doing them on Zoom, obviously, in, in the current climate. We've done live events in the past as well. Uh, and, and they're a lot of fun. People really seem to enjoy them. And they're exclusive to our Football Insider subscribers. So if you want to check it out, like I said, to get a 14-day free trial, you go to Cleveland.com Browns. You click on the box on the right side of the page. And after the trial, it's $3.99 per month. Or, better yet, you can shoot a text to 216-208-3965 and you'll get yourself signed up. So to start that 14-day free trial, text 216-208-3965. Now here's today's show. Anyway, let me real quickly just welcome everyone. This is our special football insider, uh, Baker Mayfield discussion, we'll call it. I'm Dan Lobby. Uh, and let's just introduce everybody to the panelists here. Uh, of course, you all know Mary Kay Cabot. Mary Kay, hello.
2: Hey, Dan, how's it going? I, I'm glad to be here tonight. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on this beautiful summer night. We're so happy to have you.
0: Uh, also, Doug Maurice is with us. Doug, how are you?
3: I'm great. I'd just like to apologize in advance because I read a review of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast the other day on Apple Podcasts, and it said, I love this podcast, but get that Doug LaMaurice guy off. He's annoying. So <laughs> sorry for messing up your Browns talk.
0: I, I read that one too, Doug. And I, I thought, <laughs> I, Thanks I, for you know, not
3: telling me about it, though. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> uh, also, Joy, speaking of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast, Scott Patsco is here as well. Scott, how are you? Doing
1: good. I don't have a microphone like Doug. I feel like I'm left out here. He's he's got all the high tech equipment that we don't have, but but I'm ready to go.
0: And Scott, you'll be happy to know that Scott's iPad did just jump in the room. There we go. (laughs) He is he is there. And for the first time, this is exciting. For the first time, he's been on. He's made his podcast appearance for the first time on one of these. Terry Pluto. Terry, welcome. Just overwhelmed with all the technology happening. It really is. It's sort of like probably Baker looking at the new offense right now. And we will do a Q&A later. You know, as we're going along, we want to stay focused on Baker Mayfield here early. Uh, but we do want to end the show with maybe some more general Browns topics because this is a good opportunity for all of you to pick our brains uh, about the Browns as well. So um, Terry has disappeared. And I don't know where Terry is. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's just showing off his awards at this point.
2: Um, <laughs> we, we do got to go check in my playbook right, right there this i is, just had to this break make you feel
0: good before we get started john in the chat to everyone i loved you doug
3: there you go doug that makes one thank you john
0: there you go all right so so let's get to this Let, let's talk about baker mayfield obviously we all know that year number three is a gigantic year uh, for this quarterback and let's just start there uh, we've seen what some quarterbacks have been able to do in year three of their careers. We obviously know Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl, and we're not saying that's the expectation for Baker Mayfield. But Mary Kay, I'll just start with you. Going into year three, I mean, just how important is this season for Baker?
2: Well, it's vitally important uh, in large part uh, because, well, first of all, because he was the number one overall pick, uh, but also because. After this year, the Browns have to make a decision on whether or not they pick up his fifth-year option, and also after this year, they can start renegotiating that long-term blockbuster extension for Baker Mayfield. I think most of us have seen what some of those numbers are like, and uh, and so that's that's why it's it's such a big deal because after this year, they kind of have to do are they going to pay him those big, big, huge bucks?
0: Yeah, I mean – Scott, we've talked about this on the podcast a lot. This is – it's not just that fifth-year option. It is when, – when you pay your quarterback, it doesn't matter. You've got to pay him a ton of money. There's no there's no discounts. There's no, ah, we'll pay a little bit now and then more later. They, they want to have an answer on this guy.
1: Yeah, and I think you're either saying you're all in or you're not, you know. Uh, it's been, what, since Tim, Tim Couch, since the Browns had a quarterback who went into year three as the clear starter. So – This hasn't really happened before in a long time, you know, that they have a guy who can possibly become a guy who gets that extension. And again, you're playing for that. You're playing to prove to people that what they saw during your rookie year wasn't a fluke, that the tape from Oklahoma in their rookie year outweighs whatever happened last season. So we'll find out a lot about that this year. And again, like Mary Kay said, at the end of all this is that contract that's just looming out there.
0: Doug, I mean, how how are you feeling about Baker going into year three? Do you do you feel good about him or are you do you need to see some? Where are you with Baker right now?
3: I still believe in Baker. I, I do push back a little bit on the idea of how vital this third year is. And I'm sure you could tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> the Titans picked up the fifth year option on Marcus Mariota. The Bucks picked up the fifth year option on Jameis Winston. The Bears just did not do it on Mitch Trubisky. And we're obviously talking about when they hit the same time period of their careers as Baker did. The thing that I think is, okay, this is Kevin Stefanski's first year. It's, it's new again for Baker. My point is this. If Baker's okay this year and you can feel some of the bumps, hey, the Stefanski stuff, he's still getting used to it. We felt We thought it would fit him so well, but it's not perfect yet. It was pretty good but it wasn't great. They don't make the playoff. I think you come back in year four and you're still doing the same thing. Right. And maybe you're, you continue to negotiate. You don't, they pick up the fifth year option. What the heck? The Titans ended up bailing on Mariota. The Bucks ended up bailing on Jameis Winston, but I think Baker Mayfield is get guaranteed to get two more years, two years with Kevin Stefanski to show what he can be. And if he doesn't show it right away this season, I don't think it's the end. I think it's still a bit of a pause. And so I don't – my opinion of this is I believe in Baker. I think he's going to be good. I don't think it's make or break because I think if it's a break, it's not really a break. It's like a make or try one more time as opposed to he's got to show it in year three.
0: Right. Uh, Terry, I, I think the, the discussion here to frame, and I think Doug kind of helps us get there with that point, is it's not necessarily if Baker struggles, they're going to have to move on. But it would be tough to go into another season or, or be in a situation like Mariota, like Jameis Winston, where, yeah, you're doing that stuff, but you're still just not sure about the guy. Terry might be frozen here. I think, we, I think Terry is frozen for us right now. So uh, we'll see if he can get that, get that going. We'll, we'll get back to Terry as soon as he uh, figures that out. He might need to log off and log back in. Not sure. Anyway, but, but Mary Kay, let's, let's continue going down that road. Yeah, I, I don't think the Browns are gonna necessarily going to move on from Baker after this year. I, I think he would have to be really – it would have to be scary bad for them to decide that that he's not their guy moving past this season. But right. you just want to have you, – you'd like to know for sure that that's sort of where it's at.
2: Yeah, and what you don't want to see is him stringing back-to-back, you know, not good years together. So I think that's where the concern would come in is the fact that uh, last year was not a good year. And you really want to see him rebound this year. You want to have some evidence, some knowledge that this is going in the right direction. And I think they're going to get that. I really do. I think that this offense is really set up uh, to make quarterbacks shine. It's quarterback friendly. Uh, it's it's all designed, uh, you know, to support the QB. And most of the time, a, a, even an above average quarterback is going to put up good numbers, big numbers in this offense. You don't have to necessarily be Uh, a future Hall of Famer or a superstar to function well in this offense. So I think they're going to see what they want to see. Uh, And again, as Doug mentioned, they're going to pick up the fifth-year option. I mean, that's almost guaranteed. It's whether or not they decide to, you know, jump into the extension after this season, uh, that would hinge upon whether or not he is uh, off the charts this year or just kind of okay. When I did an interview recently with Brady Quinn, he cautioned against uh, putting too much stock into this year because of some of those reasons that Doug mentioned. This is his first year in a brand new system. It does take a while. It's a very precision timing offense, and it takes time to, to get really well-versed in it and have your mojo down, and he's doing it without an offseason program, and that's challenging on anyone. By now, he would have some really, really good timing down his skill players, his new guys like Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant, uh, you know, they would kind of have it going, going on by now. And, um, you know, they're not going to have the benefit of that. So I do think that they're going to be learning on the job a little bit. Uh, So, yeah, it's not a year where you want to say, oh, you know, forget it and throw in the towel on him.
0: Yeah, I I, I think that's an important point. Scott, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, in a perfect world, yeah, you would expect Baker Mayfield wouldn't have to, uh prove it this year that he would have a chance after this season considering there's a new coach and a new offense but again and I've probably said this many times on the podcast this is the Browns and we've seen them you know hit the reset button again and again and if the Browns do not win if Baker doesn't play let's say at a Pro Bowl level this year, or he, he has some questions this year, that means there's probably going to be some upset people in that locker room. And that's when stories come out about people not being on the same page. And we find out late in the season that, okay, this wasn't this wasn't an offense that everybody was on the same page about early on in the season. So losing kind of leads to, these, to this disruption in the locker room. And if you get to the end of the season and Baker's not having the season that everybody expected that bounce-back season, then – I don't know how you can go into the offseason expecting the Haslams to go, okay, I think we'll, we'll give it another year or two because, you know, because there's Baker Mayfield. I, nothing they've done in the past makes me think that they, they won't, at, at a sign of trouble, try to hit a reset button
0: again. By, by the way, quick update here, Doug, before you, uh, you jump in. Terry lost power at his house. So uh, we'll, we'll see if we're able to get Terry back on here. But that's, uh, that's what happened to Terry Pluto, no power. Uh, at his house right now, Doug.
3: He, he he so did not want to be a part of this. He dropped the <laughs> "I lost power at my house" excuse on us. Um, I understand Scott's point, and it's like, gosh, like you cross your fingers and hope that. The Browns wouldn't do that again, except all you have is the past history to show it. The thing I've said from the start, they haven't picked a quarterback in the top 20 since Tim Couch. So I think part of all of this is when you pick a guy this high, you have to be all in on him. And he gets time to prove it. And he gets more time than Brandon Whedon and Johnny Manziel and Colt McCoy and Brady Quinn and everybody else. Because that, if you do it the right way, that is part of the benefit of taking a quarterback, number one, because nobody questions it. Nobody wants to pull the plug because they say he was the first pick in the draft. So, I compl- everybody on this Zoom understands exactly what Scott is saying. My hope would be this is the exception. This is the guy who gets the benefit of the doubt until he proves for sure he's not the guy. I think you assume he is the guy until he proves he's not the guy. And I think to me, he it's 5 years to prove he's not the guy.
0: And D- David Strong is down there with his beach background, crossing his fingers. uh, (laughs) Uh, You know, this does bring up an interesting point, though. Uh, Kevin in the chat asks if it makes a difference to Andrew Barry that that Baker was a John Dorsey pick. Uh, But I think it's important to note that when when we talk about that, you know, Andrew Barry was around. He was involved in that front office. Haldi Podesta has been involved in that front office. Obviously, John Dorsey was kind of his own guy. Uh, but I think they really went into this process of hiring Stefanski and hiring, uh, bringing back Andrew Barry uh, with Baker Mayfield in mind. And Paul DePodesta has said this is a quarterback-centric team, and, and that's how they want to build it. So uh, I, I think that's, that's an important thing to remember, that yes, it was a previous GM that brought him in, but I think this hiring process was still built uh, around Baker Mayfield.
2: I, I agree with you on that, Dan, and I think that's a really important distinction to make. Andrew Barry was on that staff. He was on, you know, involved in all of, the, uh, all of the, the scouting of Baker Mayfield, the interviewing of Baker Mayfield. He was comfortable with that pick. Uh, he knows everything about him. I think that I really do believe that Andrew Barry, that Kevin Stefanski, when they talk about Baker Mayfield, I believe them. They believe the sky is the limit for him, and they think he's going to really excel in this offense and that he is their quarterback of the future. I don't think that is lip service whatever. I think ball in, they believe it. I think they're really super happy with what they've seen of him this offseason and I you know I don't think that you know bringing Case Keenum in was a sign that you know they're secretly ready to turn the offense over to him or anything like that. I think they're all about Baker Mayfield.
3: And I will say, it felt Dorsey kind of made almost like an analytics kind of pick with Baker Mayfield. If if he had, if Dorsey had said, "I'm picking Josh Allen because he's big and tough and strong," and Josh Allen had had the exact two seasons that Baker Mayfield had so far, and we were trying to think about how Josh Allen's gonna fit in Kevin Stefanski's timing offense, and Josh Allen can't hit the broadside of a barn with half his passes, I think we'd be in a different place. So I, I know it's smart to bring up it's a previous regime. It's like, I think Baker Mayfield, if Andrew Barry had been the GM that year, I think he probably would have picked Baker Mayfield. I think if Sashi Brown had still been the GM, I think he probably would have picked Baker Mayfield. So I, even though it was Dorsey's pick, I think he fits, as what Mary Kay just said, he fits a lot of what this current regime thinks about how they want to play.
0: Okay, so here's, here's kind of where we're going to go with this. We're going to try and figure out where Baker is now, and then we're going to figure out where Baker is going to be. So we're, we're going to start with this. I'm going to share my screen here for a second, so bear with me. Um, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sure uh, a number of you saw this, but um, ESPN uh, did a draft, uh, a redraft. of. They basically had every team start at zero, and they did a redraft uh, of every NFL player. And so I want to show you kind of where Baker fell in this as compared to other quarterbacks. So as this, uh, as this gets going, you're going to see those numbers or, or those positions they were picked and then the teams they went to. So Patrick Mahomes, right? The no brainer, number one to Cincinnati, Russell Wilson. You can't argue with that. Number two to Washington. There's really no argument to be had really about Lamar Jackson at number three, Deshaun Watson at number four, you know, Drew Brees at, at number eight to Arizona Still no Baker, no surprise there. You've got Dak Prescott going nine to Jacksonville. Carson Wentz is a guy that, when he's been healthy, has played on an MVP level. So, you know, you don't mind him going there. Aaron Rodgers, uh, still a guy that can play really well. This is where it gets a little interesting, though. So Cincinnati comes up, and, and their writer picks Joe Burrow. Palmer. And then Tampa Bay comes up, and their writer picks Tom Brady. Okay, we are talking about Tom Brady in his 40s, but still Tom Brady. Drew Locke, number 15. Kyler Murray, another guy who stands out at number 17. Teddy Bridgewater at number 18. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo just went to the Super Bowl, so, uh, you know, that's fair. Baker Mayfield doesn't go until number 21 in, in these rankings. I thought that was really interesting. Um, not necessarily because I agree. Uh, you know, again, I mentioned I think there's people in there that you just simply can't argue with, right? But I thought it was interesting because, you know, that is, uh, that's media conducting that. Those are people who uh, probably were really into Baker Mayfield after that five and three finish. And, and now some of them have sort of changed their tunes. Um, so let's start here. Let's talk about just Baker and the AFC North because one of the things that stood out to me was Joe Burrow uh, was picked ahead of Baker Mayfield, which is kind of tough for me to agree with, um, considering Joe Burrow has never played a game. So I'm going to ask this question, um, and and you can go in there and and raise your hand. I just want to see if there's anybody in this chat who, who thinks this. Is there anybody who would take right now Joe Burrow over Baker Mayfield? Click that raise hand button. Uh, if you want to do that or make your case that, that you would take Joe Burrow. We're getting a thumbs down from David Strong. It's nothing against Joe Burrow, an Ohio guy. You know, Ohio State loves to take credit for him. Um, you know, nothing against him, obviously. But, uh, okay, nobody, nobody's raising their hands there. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going up here. Let's keep going up the list. And you've got to be honest now. I demand honesty from – oh, John raises his hand. Hold on. I'm going to go to John here real quick. Hey. You got me? All right. Make your case. Okay. So, I would take Joe Burrow on the upside. I think he's like the prototypical top passer you're looking for. But Baker Mayfield in this system could definitely – I feel totally comfortable in Stefanski's system. I think he's going to excel. Okay. Fair enough. You know, that's – I don't necessarily. Again, I would take Baker Mayfield, but I certainly see how how you can make that upside argument and you know, kind of that prototype quarterback, right? That toughness, that that, that size, all of that stuff. All right, next guy up. Who's taking uh, Who's taking Ben Roethlisberger right now? Ben Roethlisberger right now, not Ben Roethlisberger ten years ago. Ben Roethlisberger right now, coming off surgery, over Baker Mayfield. Like for this year, for. For this year, yeah.
3: Or like, would you trade? Or them for the next for five that? years? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say, five next, years? Let's,
0: say next, let's say for the next three, four, five years. Some, somewhere in that one, you got to have him for a few years. All right. I don't. I don't. I don't see any raised hands here. Uh, Who in this chat is going to say they'd take the Steelers quarterback over Baker Mayfield? I know. I'm just saying. I'm just curious. Lamar Jackson. Right, are there people out there willing to say well, Lamar Jackson right now? Well, uh, let's, let's go
1: back. Let's go back to let's go back to Ben for a second. If we're talking about having Ben Roethlisberger this year an entire training camp to get him ready and you got one year to get it done, I'm probably taking him. There's no substitute for the experience that guy has. If he's healthy, if he, if he plays at a level that he was at before he was hurt, yeah, I'd probably take him. But over the next three or four years, no, I'm, I'm probably going with Baker.
0: Okay. So we've got uh, a couple folks have raised their hands uh, in the chat about Lamar Jackson. Look, uh, Lamar Jackson is the reigning MVP. I think it's hard to argue with that coming off that season okay so that was part one of our zoom call with our football insider subscribers tomorrow we're going to look at baker mayfield and we're going to rank him among the other afc north quarterbacks that will be part two and then part three on friday we'll make our predictions for baker mayfield and then we also took a bunch of questions about him as well so stay tuned for that over the next few days and again Check out Football Insider. Get that 14-day free trial to see if it's right for you. Go to cleveland.com browns. Click that box on the right side of the page or text 216-208-3965 to get that trial started. I'm Dan Lobby. For Mary Kay Cabot, Doug Maurice, Terry Pluto, Scott Patsko, everyone who was involved in the call, we will talk to you again tomorrow.